laws will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Coming to you live on tape from the lucky 13th floor of a commercial high-rise in beautiful Beverly Hills adjacent California. From the studios of Sirius XM West, boasting an obstructed view of the world-famous Hollywood sign. This is The Tully Show. I am your host, Mike Tully. Joining me today, either the Alex Jones of comedy or the Jerry Seinfeld of the lunatic fringe. However you prefer to see it, he is my dear friend, comedian Sam Tripoli, who hosts the Tinfoil Hat Conspiracy Theory Podcast. Also joining us today, Sam's Tinfoil Hat co-host, Ryan Davis. What up, buddy? Hey. Thank you. That was one of the nicest intros ever. Yeah, Mike. You're real professional. Unfortunately, the most professional part of the show has already come and gone. Is go. this is this what you got to do to make money talking? Talking on the radio, I find, is one of the keys to being successful on the radio. Yeah. This is great. Thanks for having us. Dude. Yeah, thanks, thanks for coming. For... It's like your fourth time here. Yeah, I'm, I'm a regular. One more, and I'm the Saturday Night Live Five Guys. That's right. I'm going to get you a futon in the corner. Yes, I'm excited. <laughs> so this is kind of cool. We're going to do like a swap cast, right? You yes. Know? You know, we put it out at the same time. We kind of, your fans learn about us, mm-hmm. our fans learn about you, mm-hmm. and together we get literally tens of listeners now. Yeah, yeah, we're doubling our prior listenership. Yeah, bam! When did you uh, first decide that it was okay to wear t-shirts with your own face on them, Sam? You know what? I never stop promoting, dude. Never stop promoting. Always promote, dude. I love it. Anything I get, put my face on it, promote, promote, promote. Well, I'm sold. So, uh, Ryan, how, how how do you guys know each other, and how did you come to realize that you share an interest in conspiracy stuff? Well, Sam was doing a gig at uh, lunchtime where I internship. I internship at a intelligence community around here. He's, he, what the hell does that mean? Everybody thinks he's CIA. I'm trying to get that out there. I'm trying to spread the disinformation. Uh, I met Sam uh, one day after a little place where we like to have conversations about not having fun anymore. Yeah, uh, we're both sober guys, so we, we decided, you know... I met him. I've known him for a while. And so you, you guys know, met at a meeting. Yes, we met at a meeting. <laughs> All right. And you know the the, at two the th- intelligence community. Yeah, there you go. All right. I'd uh, been doing a podcast. It was this crazy storytelling podcast, and me and the co-host had a falling out. So I stopped it, and I had this feed, and I was like, "Man, I want to do something with this feed." So then, then the 2016 election was happening. And I just started watching this stuff happen. I'm like. Dude, does anyone else see this? So I'd be talking to someone, and Ryan would be one of them. And I was, you know, we'd be like, oh, man, all this weird, shady shit seems to be going down. Does anyone else see it? And people are like, no, that's not happening, blah, blah, blah. And then Ryan and I would always, like, be talking about it. So then one day I'm like, you know, Ryan's always giving me, hey, you should talk to this guy, get get him on your podcast. So I decided to do a, a conspiracy theory podcast. One day I just started. A one-off. Oh, I, no, I'm just like, I'm going to just do a rant show. I was going to do a rant show about news and conspiracies and he would tell me like different subjects go so i go hey man why don't you just come on one time with me and we'll we'll just have a fun conversation he's never done it any before so i'm like come on on so he came on and he came really prepared and he you know he's really knowledgeable about a lot of stuff so i'm like hey dude come on the show then let's let's be my co-host so brian i don't know you but you don't strike me as a totally insane person no no i'm pretty i'm pretty level-headed actually I, I look like the Muppet of the two of us, but that's good between me and Sam. I look crazy, and he actually is. So. Yeah. You're not quite tie-dye, but at a glance, you're, you're kind of tie-dye. I'm definitely an ex-hippie. And he was back in the day, dude. Yeah. This guy used to be a major fucking player. There's no uh, uh, recovery for acid because I think they just start religions. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Do you know I'm, if you I'm have starting a, to figure out who I'm talking to. Ryan, Ryan uh, told me a fun, a fun fact. Fun fact. If you have a hundred... Hits of acid. Oh, yeah, what, are you considered legally insane? No. It's an attempt to overthrow the government. It's legally. Uh, it's seen as an attempt to overthrow the government. Okay, here's a really dumb question. Where where does our law book reside? Like, where can I? Is there a physical place I could go and look that up? I'm sure you could uh, Google. There's a little magical thing called Google. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with that, Sam, but, I mean, can I trust what I find on Google? No, anymore? the new one is DuckDuckGo. 
That's the that's, new search engine that doesn't record you or doesn't do any of the, you know, you know, the corporations get the first hits and then you got to go deep. Hasn't been it. hacked by the, the powers that it's be. probably been started by his friends at the CIA. That's <laughs> right. what I assume with everything. Anything cool is probably being started by CIA. Deep state people, they're so fucking smart. Uh-huh. They know everything before, they know trends before it happens, so they start the trend. I, I will tell you this again. This is the way I always feel about conspiracy theories is I think it gives some people comfort to it would it is actually easier for them to live in a world where they believe that evil people are pulling the strings and controlling everything than it would be for them to face the reality that I believe in which is that it, the world is chaotic and there are a bunch of powerful actors who are trying to control events but actually are completely unable to do so they're about as able to control events as we are able to control the weather well that's interesting because I, I think it tends to go the other way in that there's a lot of people that want to believe they know these powerful people that these powerful people care about them and that they're doing the best interest of for them their country because they love Americans or whatever country they're from and it gives them kind of some fucking you know uh, they they feel kind of safe knowing that these people care and are out doing the best and fighting evildoers and that they don't want to believe that there's some see conspiracy theory is a taboo word okay I honestly what do you mean it's fucking hot It's You're like when Eminem rapped about Eminem, MTV wanting well, to know, ban him me, and he was dude, the number one like, artist on MTV. It started out as a conspiracy theory podcast. I mean, this is going to sound cheesy shit, but it really is spiritual skepticism, like a real skepticism of no the official na- narrative. Yeah. That's really all you're doing is we, we say question everything. It's free. That's really what we're doing. Right. And nobody disagrees with 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 that. I, 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 n- n- nobody that I care to, to know. Right. So I, I asked you guys when we were talking about things that we could talk about if we could go over the... what did we want to talk about and you weren't down with it. What did we want to talk about? We were going around mysterious deaths, kind of three different ones. No, no, no. Was oh, that the UFO that guy who, who spat out the black shit? Yeah, yeah. Ma- Max Spires, and then I went into Paul Walker potentially being a assassinated killed by, by the fucking Filipinos, dog. I know because he was going to rat out the charity that they were using to illegally funnel money. And man, look at his car. That's not what happens when a car runs into a pole. Yeah, but I've I've done a little say research this, as well let for me this just episode. Say this, Do you think it's really insane that people who are making money, have money, no. want money, no, I don't. No, would I don't. kill anybody no. for to keep the money? Of course not. No, that's really my whole thing. Right, right. So, it, it, I possible, sure. Almost anything you care to say, possible. Flat Earth, impossible. Just about anything that. else. But that then you, there's th- simulation theory, which people talk about. How there's this is a video game. In which case, this Earth may be any number of even inconceivable. Right. Maybe a forty-five Neil dimension DeGrasse world. Tyson. And we can't even envision what the Earth really looks like. Right. 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 But the apparent universe that we see before us, right. we live on um, on a planet that is provably spherical. I I'm just going to go ahead and say not that. Isn't it crazy that? that people are not arguing this? It's 2017 and we're not in the like the dark I'm ages. I'm not a flat earth guy. It's mm-hmm. not my thing, but right. hey, you do you, boo. I don't I don't It's certainly not it's not hurting anybody. The yeah. Pizzagate thing when a guy shows up and wants to and demand answers over Pizzagate, well now yeah, you are hurting people. There's stuff behind that too when you really take oh a look God. at okay. it. Okay, well, we're not going to do Well, maybe we'll yeah. do Pizzagate today yeah. because I asked you guys to do this is the exact opposite of what I initially thought I wanted to do. I would like to talk about the alleged sins and misdeeds of Hillary Rodham Clinton. Okay. And let me tell you why I want to talk about that is okay. I think it is almost taken for granted that Everybody who talks about Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump is in the bag for one of them, and everything that they say can then be taken with a boulder-sized grain of salt. Sam, I think I know where you stand politically, and I think it's essentially where I stand. I I, want to put my cards on the table. I don't think this will be a a shock to anybody who listens to the show. Like, I'm a Democrat. Me too. I think I lean to the center. I don't think there's like 90% of the Republican platform are things that I can understand if I don't agree with. And for the most part, I believe common cause could in a perfect world be found between the Republican and Democratic platforms. I would have voted for like a, a, a ticket of Fred Durst and Pee Wee Herman against Donald Trump. I say do it. 
do but, it. But I had never. So I voted for Hillary Clinton, but not because I have any affection for Hillary Clinton. I was never even like in love with Bill and Hillary. I, I lost me a number of different places personally as a New Yorker when she showed up after he left office as a carpetbagger and was like, "Hey, New York, I'm just going to be your senator now because I'm Hillary Clinton." I resented her for that. So I just want people to know because it's just assumed now when somebody right. says this about Trump or this about Hillary. Well, what's your allegiance? And that that just tells me how I can interpret what you're saying. I would have been. I was definitely pro Hillary during the election. I am not pro Hillary as a human being yeah, or as a, as, as a political figure. And I believe that she's irrelevant. I don't think she's going to come back in any meaningful way. So also, I have always ignored conspiracy theories about her because so many of them very obviously are false and do originate from people who do have an axe to grind with her. And that's what happens when you spread stories about people. If a couple of them are demonstrably false, it makes me just assume a lot of them are false. So I've never taken a good hard look at the things that might actually hold some water. And that's what I would like to talk to you guys about. And I'm guessing there are a lot of people who are listening to this who feel the same way that I do. And now it's it's over. She lost. Let's actually take a look at the woman and her husband and find out how evil they may or may not really be. I, I totally uh, agree with that. Uh, uh, Ryan, if you have any thoughts you want to say real quick, because I have... Uh... I guess I'm like the ultimate American. I believe in freedom, and I don't vote. So then I also don't complain when shit hits the fan, because I didn't vote, you know. I I feel like I want a woman president, but it's not because... I feel like we it's about time. How many times have we had a dude? Let's just see what happens when we have a woman. But Hillary wasn't it for me, you know? Yeah, and, you know, for me, man, it's just like... I think that people here's in my opinion what happened when the Clintons deregulated the media. You got the MSNBC and you got Fox News and Fox News went so crazy so hard during the Bush administration saying just crazy, insane shit that nobody took him serious. In 10 seconds, what do you mean by deregulated the media? Uh, basically he made the media. So it basically two things happened. Reagan made it. So you didn't before Reagan, if you were going to have a newscast, you had to have an opposing opinion on the show, giving an opposing v- viewpoint. Okay. Reagan got rid of that. Yeah. Then the Clintons deregulated the media. The media, when the, when Clinton took office, I believe it was 80 companies owned 95% of the media. Now, six companies own nine, 95% of the media. Say no more. Okay. So now you have these guys, these the six companies who, you know, they have their agendas and their stuff and they want to muck it up. So that, so when, when people start saying stuff about Clinton, people don't want to believe it because all the crazy shit that Fox News used to say back there in the Bush days to get us to buy into war, to get us to go into uh, Iraq. People are like, you're batshit crazy. You're nuts. And it continues to this day. She's, she's alive and well. She seems perfectly healthy to me, but we were led to believe that she was on death's door during the election. Well, yeah. And I totally get that. Here's my whole thing about Hillary. The only reason I think we have any discussion on whether this stuff about her is real or not is because she's a woman and she has a D by her name. If she was a guy with an R by her name or even a woman with an R by her name, nobody would bat a fucking eyelash at if we said she was evil and crazy. Sarah Palin. Every... Look at every woman who's ran for vice president and president since Geraldine Feraldo. It's been like five people. By the way, only one on the Democratic side. All the rest have been on the Republican side. Hillary's never let any other woman run. She has had that shit on lockdown. But because she has a D by her name and because she's a woman, we can't come to grips. Wait, are, that you she saying, are you saying that we don't bash women and believe the worst about women who are Republicans? Because I can think of a couple. No, no, no. Killian, we totally Killian bash Conway, Republicans. Sarah we totally bash Republicans. Okay, so it's, a, it's that but she's- But we don't do so that it's, it's with a, Democratic women. Uh, okay, all right. Okay, I would argue that we kind of just don't do that with Democrats because are you saying that Hillary Clinton is demonstrably eviler than Bill Clinton? I'm saying mm. that we do not. Right. So we're no, talking about so we're, so we're talking not, about the the, the, the media the media is willing to believe the worst about Republicans and willing to believe the the skeptical take on the alleged misdeeds of Democrats. Well, for me it's not alleged. I mean there's actual facts to it if you went and looked at it, but the truth is that we we transfer on the liberal side. We transfer our feelings of our mothers, our daughters, our aunts, our you know, onto Hillary like we know. Do, like, you, do you really? Do you yeah, feel that way? 100%. I have never. I have never viewed her as a woman. 
Uh, well, then you're in the minority. I don't you see. Still I don't. I don't see people going nuts. Some girl put out the girl who used to be on, uh, and she's a wonderful person. Okay, okay. Nothing well, there are women who feel that way for sure, and for totally. They under- want to blame this all on and the fact that she's a woman, and it's like that is the most sexist shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I agree with you. They, women, yeah, w- women can look at Hillary Clinton and say, "I'm every woman. She's every woman." As a man, I do not see my mother in Hillary Rodham Clinton. There is not one shred of similarity between her or my wife. Or she's an automaton. Yeah, and she, always. Was. She's a Sith Lord, homeboy. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about why that might be. And I guess let's start from the beginning. Oh, by the way, I know one little, I don't know if this counts as a conspiracy theory. I got some good info on Bill years and years ago. Oh, yeah. After, um, maybe this is common knowledge, I don't know. Right after he was president, when she was taking her carpet bag and moving to New York to declare herself senator of New York, he also set up an office in New York, and this was kind of a big deal at the time. He was not in midtown Manhattan. He wasn't in a cool neighborhood downtown. He picked out an office in Harlem, which has come back a lot. Was it Hell's Kitchen? They changed the name it to Clintonville? To Clint, I think they maybe it's just Clinton, Clinton, but that was a real estate thing. People, it was hard, it was getting hard to charge people two million dollars for a one bedroom in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, that's why they that's why they did that. But he was way up in Harlem, which you know people know is not a great neighborhood. It's better now, but everybody looked at that as oh look at that Bill wants to help raise a, a neighborhood yeah. up. And someone I know who would know people in Harlem who I have never heard utter anything slanderous or conspiratorial in my entire life. One of the most respectable adults I have ever known. Mm-hmm said that he had it on good authority that Bill just wanted a way to conveniently fuck black chicks. Hey, who doesn't, dog? You're talking to the right guy. That's, yeah. That's I'm all about that black ass, homeboy. <laughs> I love him. I can't follow enough hot black strippers on Instagram. My fucking Instagram is just nothing but pro athletes and hot black strippers. I'm like a fucking weird section of Compton. That's my whole Instagram. It's just, you know where that fucking, uh, that uh, that Magic Johnson Starbucks is by the airport? That's that's my Instagram. Just fucking. That's your pinned location? Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. See, I'm I love a ginger, black. and I, I've seen Michael Rappaport my whole life get black ladies, but it's never worked for me. Every time I try to holler at him, it's like, you stupid. You got yeah. spit game at him, dude. Well, you should have tried being the 42nd president of America. <laughs> I, whatever, whatever Bill was. You know, there's a lot of stuff about the Clintons, and I grew up in Clinton. I saw Clinton speak uh, while he's running for president the first time. He came to UNLV. I watched him speak. I, I, I've always been a liberal, will always lean liberal. If me, a conversation, me having a conversation with a liberal, most likely even a Hillary person, will agree on 99% of the stuff. It's probably a little different on guns. Okay, and Hillary. That's probably it we we'll disagree on. I've been following them for a long time. The, they are gangsters, dog. These Clintons are gangsters, man. Uh, the, 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 the coke epidemic of the 80s, the crack epidemic, they had a lot to do with that, dude. Okay. They, have you heard about this? No. All right, Looking so forward here we to go. It, though. This is a... It's all hearsay because we don't want our cars to blow up on the way home from the- I don't want to be suicided. So the idea is we never had uh, gold or money to really exchange with South America. Well, all we had was guns and all they had was coke. And they ran the coke through Arkansas. It was the main port of entry for all cocaine. And that was when Governor Bill Clinton was doing his thing. So he played ball and they streamlined him, fast-tracked him into the presidency. The cocaine epidemic can be like right there, drawn back to it. And during the eighties, so they, flu- they flew it into Arkansas. Yeah. It did not arrive on a boat. It did not go over land at the Mexican border. It was flown into flown Little Rock. in and let and, and they let it happen. He starts playing ball at that moment. He helps flood the country with cocaine. He's the governor. He allows it to happen. Right? When did he? Be, when did he become governor of Arkansas? Uh, in the eighties, obviously. Uh, like mid eighties, I believe. Okay, okay, fine. 80s. Yeah, okay. Here's the thing. I'm usually very skeptical. I was going to start googling shit. I'm not even going to bother. I'll take you guys at your word. Uh, he followed the Scarface like idea. It was first you get the drugs, then you get the money, then you get the women. You know, and now you have the power. So, <laughs> so he right. plays ball with the the CIA. This is all CIA operative. Plays ball. They see him as a guy who's not afraid to do what the, what needs to get done. Yeah. Right. Right. So if you look at Clinton's. Uh, presidency and Donald Trump's presidency, they're very similar. They were outsiders who came in against a very established politician, a party like hardliner who had been like running the party for a while. Who's this? Uh, well, Clinton went up against George Bush Sr. All right, yeah. 
Uh, you know, Trump went up against Hillary. Okay, not the same kind of outsider. He'd been a governor of a U.S. state. That's a pretty conventional path to the presidency. Yeah, but, but, but he's okay. not part of that he's not Hollywood part of the elite. Machine. Yeah, I agree. Right? Yeah. So I comes in, and he's a young buck challenging this hardliner. In comes a third party, Ralph Nader, who siphons off votes from uh, from uh, George Bush, and now was this Nader, guy- was Nader before Perot. Oh, no, it's pro. You're correct. 100% pro. Pro siphons off votes. Clinton gets in. If you look at, if you, and then his whole presidency is just one, one uh, investigation after another. It starts off at Whitewater and then moves, moves, moves to fat chick sloppy blowjobs. Okay. Yeah, right. But it's always something. So Perot, was Perot put there by the CIA or something? Or did he he run of his own free will? He definitely ran of his own free will. Just a convenient accident for him. He's just a goofball. But he, he, he was like shooting himself in the foot the whole way. He just had money to spend. Yeah, every- yeah. Somebody sent me a video of him, a waiter who listens to the Jason Ellis show. Uh, Ross Perot came in the restaurant recently and asked some lady to dance. And he had a Ross Perot still out there shimmy. Yes. Go, Ross. And everybody everybody Ro- becomes cuddly once they're no longer in power and 100 years old. And everything you know? Ross Perot said came true. Like when he went on Larry King with Al Gore, and Al Gore just lied to everybody about what was going to happen with NAFTA, which was he said the free trade of goods in and up through the borders. Well, if if I can, if I have to pay living wage here and, and nothing over here, why would I ever make stuff here? It was always going to be coming from pay nothing over here, bring it into America. It was always that thing. And that's a common theme with the Clintons is that they've always said, hey, man, it just didn't work out the way we thought it was going to, which was NAFTA Mm -hmm. and the crime bill of 1994. This famous crime bill, which is directly related to the fucking explosion of the prison population in this country. It made crack, a nugget of crack, basically the same offense as a helicopter full of cocaine right okay and do you believe that you can you can demonstrate that they profited directly and materially from the rise of the prison industrial yeah, complex they, okay, they okay. own they own uh privatized prisons the clintons personally own they, prisons they they own parts of these prisons yes okay and it's just the power elite that is a big part of this country for the longest time the greatest money maker in this country were privatized prisons I mean, you actually have prisons threatening counties to shut down if they don't get 300 more inmates. Like they, I mean, John Oliver did a nice piece on it, which I'm not the biggest fan of him lately, but he did a great piece on privatized prison where they actually brag that most of the people in their prisons, once they get released, will come back. It's all this, and it's all cheap. Customer customer loyalty. Customer loyalty, brand loyalty, and cheap labor. Mm -hmm. Because this free trade stuff, they go to these foreign countries, there's so much corruption that it's not, they actually have to start paying more. The best way to build shit is fucking workers getting a dollar a day in America in a prison. Okay, so when did the Clintons start murdering people? When is there blood on their hands? Uh, One of the very first ones was in... uh... It's when he was still a governor. Uh, he had an affair with a woman, and her name was Susan Coleman. And she was found. It's a, they always found gunshot wounds. It's always like headshots. They don't. You don't leave anything to chance. It's always a, attempted suicide and whatnot. And so she was one of the very first ones. There's 47 people, roughly, maybe 48 after two weeks ago, that are attached to the the Clinton just wake of destruction from Arkansas to right nowadays with Hillary. Okay, so he had her murdered, we are alleging, because um, uh, because they'd had an affair and it was over or something like that? Yep. Okay, so Bill's had affairs with hundreds of thousands of women. Why did he only kill some of them, allegedly? Well, because not all, not all of them are, I'm going to go forward, a lot of okay. them know to play ball. Yeah. And, dude, I mean, like, he's a fame, like, dude, you've heard of Lolita Express? Mm-mm. Jeffrey Epstein? Had this famous island where shady shit went down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Convicted, uh, convicted, like, criminal. I don't want to get into it because I know this is serious, but, you know. And uh, he was on that flight 25 times. Bill was. Bill Bill was on a 25, the log show at 25 times, ditched his his uh, Secret Service. Ditched him. Hey, no, you stay back. Got on this plane and went. To some shady, well, not to shady place. fuck island. Shady fuck island, bro. Okay. Yeah, Twenty five times convicted right. sex offender. There's All a right. guy named Kevin Ives and Don Henry. They stumbled upon a, a basically a Menya drug operation, and it's been like tracked back to financial attachments to the Clintons. These guys uh, supposedly, I mean, they were found with their skulls crushed, and but uh, 
they're on train tracks, but they found out their skulls were crushed before they fell asleep on the train tracks. It's like always these weird ways that people die, like a notorious one getting shot in the back of the head twice. Twice. Like, and full on people that then have information. Oh, so somebody who was supposed to have commit suicide allegedly shot themselves in the back of the head two times. Yeah. Yeah, I can see how that wouldn't work. And then the guy, uh, his name's Keith McCastle. He had information about the Ives and Henry deaths, and he was stabbed to death like months later. Then there was a gentleman, Jeff Rhodes, that had information on Ives, Henry, and McCaskill, and he died of a gunshot wound, and his body was found mutilated. I mean, these are. It's weird that anyone that has information, and I tell Sam like when we we've done a little bit about the R1 brothers, which are which are attached to the Clintons as well. I was like, man, I really don't like talking about this. This is how you get killed. You either yeah, this get is how you get suicided. So, okay, going. you you've used that uh, phrase twice now. <clears throat> how many other people would you say in the conspiracy theory community? have died other than UFO guy with the weird black shit coming out of his mouth. Um, like, should I be concerned about starting my car after this? Because we're... no, I think there's like, I think about this all the time. Cause he's like, dude, this is how it's going to get us killed. There's like probably a thousand people in front of us that are going to get, would have to get off. If people just start getting off left and right, which is 48 is a lot, but I mean, we're talking, I mean, there's, there's guys like George Webb. Who's like really pushing it right now that, you know? It's not necessarily they're going to take the person, the actual person that's talking about it, but they always get someone close to you. Um, example I can think of of we've had him on our show, a journalist David Seaman, and he investigated the whole Pizzagate thing without getting into it. His girlfriend was found stabbed to death after he got real deep into it, and so that's how you send a message. You don't necessarily need to cut the throat of those that are talking, but you're going to give them enough reason to quiet up. And did he? No, he, no the next he's day, gone even harder in the paint. Because he, now he has nothing to lose. He's like Steven Seagal. Vince Foster, famous guy. In right, Bongo. okay, now I've, I've heard the name a million times. Vince I know he committed suicide or was he murdered. Tell me about Vince Foster. Vince Foster went to uh, law school with Hillary Clinton, was a very close friend of theirs, worked with them as they moved up the political landscape from governor to presidency, was involved with some shady real estate deals called Whitewater, mm -hmm. and um, he... Just showed up, suicided, killed himself. And that's a consistent thing. Like people who were in, possibly about to testify, Seth Rich had uh, the, uh, the emails that were given to WikiLeaks, showed okay. up dead. All right. No, I actually just wrote his name down, Seth Rich, because to me, what do you make of the fact that his family, who seem like bright, uh, well-informed um, people are like he was fucking murdered. This is ridiculous. This is so insulting to us that you. Well, keep that's on. not necessarily true either. What is actually being said is that the family was asking for help, and the DNC gave them a spokesperson to talk to the press for them. And he has in fact said that they should not follow that the stop it and the family wants them to do it. Now there's some shady stuff with his brother too. His brother's like works for the DNC and he's had some crazy stuff like that. But I mean, it's if it's a robbery, bro, they didn't steal anything. Mm -hmm. Not one thing. They didn't steal watch, his wallet, his phone, nothing got stolen. Nothing. Right. Okay. I, I don't know a whole lot about it other than like what I said. Yeah. So, okay. Fine. All so right. you got him. There's this guy right here. Here's a couple great names. This guy named Josh John Ash used to work for was the worked for the UN General Assembly president. Dude, he was supposed to testify about corruption going on with the Clintons. He was found in his in the gym with his larynx crushed by the weight like it fell so hard on him it killed his it crushed his larynx and he couldn't stop and he couldn't breathe i mean that's stuff you see in stupid television shows right now i'm going to stop you there because i'll tell you the same thing that i always tell you at about this point in the conversation which is that it is convenient to talk about the government as something that is sort of operates with one brain when in reality we know it's a herd of cats right. and it is convenient to talk about the media in the same way which is mistaken for the exact same reason right do 
the majority of people in the national media who could actually really investigate things lean to the left. One hundred. Yes. Yeah, without without a doubt. There's certainly it seems to me. Have you ever a, heard Jimmy Dore? No, I don't hear that. Jimmy is. Dore does a lot. He's got a great political uh, YouTube page. It's one of the best out there. Mm-hmm. He talks a lot about like this, the media, and the, how they play ball. And Rachel Meadows makes $30,000 a day to do that show. Uh-huh. A day. She's not going to ever rock that boat, dude. Her job, that's the deregulation. Okay, see, I, see I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you there. Because all it takes is one... If one person with the platform of a Maddow, and I would even go quite a bit further, give me somebody who has won a Pulitzer Prize previously for something completely unrelated to this, and then have one of your guys go and present their evidence to a Pulitzer Prize winner. Chomsky has consistently talked about the deep state. Okay. Consistently. That's a guy whose name I hear all the time. Norm Chomsky, uh, if you ever want to watch something. Like, would Bob Woodward not like to have one more go-round as the fucking Watergate guy? Uh, fuck, he writes a book every year of fucking course Can he I would. ask you something? Okay, I know, but Bob, Bob, you're in radio, yeah, Woodward is, is, is in bed with him. Let me I ask am, you yeah, something. You're yeah, in sure. radio, right? Mm-hmm. Would you say in radio there's what they call radio hacks? Yeah, like course. morning radio guys who are just like morning zoo. It's crazy, ding ding. Yeah, it's not all pushing out, yeah. not making a good dollar. Yeah, that if they didn't play that game, they would be out on their asses because they're not doing the game. Like yeah. Rick Dees, if Rick Dees just started going, dude, there's lizard people running the country. Right. Rick Dees would be out of a job because let's <laughs> dude, face it, man. If he could just say that with Disco Duck playing in the background, <laughs> it would be the greatest Rick Dees in the morning of like, all time. Like you're on an amazing show where you guys built a brand that you guys can talk about everything you want to talk about. That is not most corporate gigs. It only takes one, Sam. And particularly, it's the it's sort of apples and oranges because what journalists are rewarded for is for breaking unbelievable but true fucking stories and having their name attached to them Let's for decades. It. So there's and this it guy. only takes it only takes one. And I've known enough people who work at like the New York Times who are not like they don't share a hive mind with the fucking De Beers billions. I don't know where, where the there's fuck a gentleman you... named Ben Swan. Have yeah. you heard of this man named Nuh-uh. Ben Swan? Ben Swan was on CBS. Uh, he was at like a, a, a local CBS and he was known for really hard hitting pieces. And he did a piece on Pizzagate. We won't get into that talk, but he did a piece on Pizzagate. How convinced are just we don't need to talk about it just percentage wise. How convinced are each of you that there is real, not possible, but real legitimacy to the not, Pizzagate uh, allegations? Pizzagate, Pedogate, 100 percent. 100 percent. And I Ryan, can sit the there way? and break that down with you. I'm leaning towards there's definitely truth to stuff. Okay. All right. Go ahead. It's a hard one to talk about without it being attached to emotions. Whenever you talk about children, it's just so fucked. To let your imagination go there, it kind of consumes you. So this guy, Ben Swan, he does this hard-hitting pieces where he breaks down what he thinks really going. He did one on Pedogate. The next week, he he was fucking off air. All of his social media was gone, and you didn't hear from him for literally six months, dude. Done. Okay. I know a uh, reporter who you guys probably would and many people uh, listening to this would recognize as being a reporter for network television, and I have spoken to him privately in general terms about the election and when the Clintons come up none of this stuff comes out of his mouth. And I feel like I can believe everything that he's saying. I felt like he was genuinely distressed about the election of Donald Trump. He like, are the, you talking he went about... To the, he went to the inauguration and he said that it was... He's been to a bunch of them and he just said it was the the darkest, like... What? I, I don't yeah. want to put a word in his, in his mouth. He did not use the word aura, but I'll use that word. Like, the darkest aura he has ever felt. He said, doesn't matter what a piece of shit the guy is or how divided people are about it, or just that day, it's just like your birthday. Everybody just looks the other way, and they're like, hey, you're the president, yeah, oh yeah, we're probably going to end uh, poverty this time around, yay. And he's like, P- just neither the president himself, nor his people, nor his, everybody, it was just this ugly, dark place. Without it doubt. It was definitely a frank conversation where I feel like he would have felt free to say, but... On the other hand, we all know the Clintons are lizard people who've murdered people by the scores. So I guess maybe this is the lesser of two evils. Let me just say this. With with these emails that came out, Mm -hmm. right, at no point has anybody in those emails 
Anybody involved with You're talking ever, about the deleted server? I'm talking about the WikiLeaks emails okay. that derailed her whole thing. They never once said they weren't real. They always say they were hacked by the Russians. Now, here's where the problem gets into, okay? Mm-hmm. They said they, this is their argument, is that the Russians hacked the DNC and the RNC and only released the DNC. Yet they've never had one RNC guy go come out and go, yeah, we got hacked too. Not once, dude. Not once. Okay, but what was so uh, bad in the DNC leak? What was so bad about the DNC leak? Yeah. Um, spear cooking, pedo gate. Um, Wait, in, in in the stuff that WikiLeaks hacked, it said, guys, let's all meet at the pizza parlor um, and fuck some kids? Uh, basically, all of her, she, dude, I mean, they didn't come out and say it, but there's a lot of code for that, dude. The term spirit cooking was in there. And a lot of. Wait, spirit cooking? It's, it's so a, when you combine semen, blood, and uh, there's some sort of cannibalism involved, yeah. and you perform like a weird, deep, dark, potentially Luciferian, like, ritual. And the, the people okay. say it's like art. So it was in. Written in plain language, spirit cooking. Do you which not know okay, the WikiLeaks leaks, Tully. I didn't read all of them, but did you read about them? Yes, I did. And what they said, and how she basically like her her. There's Huma, her assistant, who has ties to. That's a, that's a person. That her assistant's name okay. is Huma. All right, that's Anthony Weiner's lady. Now there's Anthony Weiner, and then he get busted for all that shady oh, I see. shit. Yeah, and then Huma, whose family is supposedly very high up in the Muslim, but it's all this crazy shit. It's the selling of the uranium to the Russians. Yeah, it's, it's Ukrainian, whatever. It's you know. uh, taking money from the Saudis. There was so much in those emails, but at no point did anyone ever say they weren't real. All they said was that they got hacked, which is kind of like, uh, you know, I have a girlfriend, right? And Ryan comes up to me and goes, hey, dude, look at this picture of your girlfriend sucking this guy's dick. And and I'm getting mad, I'm getting mad at him going, where'd you get those pictures? Right. What, you hack her phone? Yes. Not getting mad at what's in the emails. Okay, so spirit cooking. Let me talk about that for a second. So maybe that is or is not the definition of it, but it's certainly not. Okay, for example, if I say, hey, let's go get some pizza, you can tell me that's code, but I can also say, no, that actually means let's go get pizza. There's no, there's nothing else that spirit cooking means that would be a, a, uh, a, a harmless interpretation. So within the the documents that were hacked by whoever, released by WikiLeaks from the Democratic National Convention, they talk about cooking spirits, which means semen, blood, and what have you, and... Fox News did not take that part of None it and of run with did. it? None of them did. And the people who did got shut down. Dude, it's <laughs> very dark, deep, deep shit, man. And it goes back to six people, six entities owning everything. And those six entities- The media companies you talked about. Yeah, right, right. six companies own everything. And a one or two groups mm-hmm. own big chunks of each one of those companies. Okay, so they could not stop WikiLeaks from releasing- those emails they could merely they do they not could, own WikiLeaks. They there merely... are thoughts that Wiki, uh, that Julian Assange is a CIA asset, and that's why they haven't killed him yet. But I think he's too high profile. Listen, there's a there's a woman named Laura Selsby. Okay, S I L B S Y. She worked for the uh, Children Relief Fund of Haiti. Okay, during the earthquake in Haiti, she got arrested. Okay, on the tarmac. She, on the tarmac for kidnapping kids. Right, kidnapping these kids arrested, convicted, and did time. Do you know who funded the, 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 the Refugees for Haiti program? The Clinton Foundation. Now, you talk about this guy walking into the pizza place yeah. demanding uh, answers. Yeah. The company that is work for, he works for, his father ran it. It is located down the street from Comet Ping Pong, okay? Right next to it is a place called Besta Pizza, okay? This Haitian refugee fund place that this kid worked at and walked into the into uh, into uh, uh, um, Comet Ping Pong. That company that that kid worked for with the gun is funded by the Clinton Foundation. Do you just have like a bunch of post its in your apartment, like with all over lines? the walls with lines? No, connecting I just them studied all? this for a while, and uh-huh. it's just like there is a lot of connections where you're like, whoa, dude. It's there's so much going on here. There is an M- if you put NBC Hillary Clinton uh, um, protecting, uh, you know, I don't want to say the word because it's serious, but the, you know the evil shit. There is an actual NBC 
But what do you think story. we can't talk about on Sirius? I thought you can't talk about pedophilia and all that shit on, on Sirius. Okay, yeah, so that's what you're talking about. I got you. All right. right. It, yeah, we, you can't certainly like, make well, light of it. No, yeah. right, I'm not. But it's like there's an actual news article by NBC that talks about how she, as Secretary of State, stopped the FBI and the CIA from investigating this one diplomat that got busted doing like evil stuff with children. And it's like there's a full on like inv- she stopped the whole investigation. Where does she find the time to both present her public face to the public and also, you know, live her life as a lizard overlord? Have you ever met celebrities that aren't like their persona? I mean, you've met a lot of them, right? Uh, they come in, you know, they no, put I should, a- to be honest with you. One of the things let's that- take Joel Olstein, right? Do you think that guy, the, the per- what he presents and who he is are two different are are the same thing? I have been surprised over and over and over again by meeting big celebrities every which way. So I would have told you, yes, of course, he's a fraud and he's this plastic. I mean, all those televangelists are just the bad guys in 1980s Megadeth videos, you know, (laughs) but I don't know. I really don't know. Nothing would surprise me. It would if I was a betting man. Sure. He's two faced. Right. I don't know. But that's a persona. Maybe Kobe Bryant, right? This persona he put out with the Lakers. I tell you what, I don't think um, uh, uh, Mitt Romney is a robot. I actually think he's a real boy, like with human feelings, who actually I'm a like real boy. actually cares about people. There were these anecdotes in the New Yorker, which is owned by the fucking, you know, but whatever about like, so you had some friend, like way back when, who like, I don't know, he's like a single dad and was having trouble with the housework. So Mitt took it upon himself to invent and construct this like thing that like strung four mops together so he could like clean his floor. It was just like the most <laughs> dorky, human, ridiculous, labor-intensive Mormon Amish shit you could ever do, but apparently he did it. So I th- would have thought I knew Mitt Romney for sure during the election, and I have no fucking idea. I don't think- and most of, the, most of the huge celebrities that I have met have actually been way more human and way more... Uh, personable and um, it lets you in a little bit more instantly than than I would have guessed or I think you would guess. Well, my opinion is is to make it at the highest levels of anything that is so competitive, there's a level of psychotic you have to get, a, a win at all costs, a go for it mm-hmm. type thing. And I don't think it's necessarily bad, sometimes not. And then sometimes it's just like, you know, I've seen comedians like that where they're like they think they're Highlanders and there can be only one and they they're going to do whatever they can to yeah. make it fucking happen. Well, let me say this. It, um, yes. And politicians and entertainers are not the same thing. I'm way more inclined to believe that a politician has a Highlander point of view than um, than a than a celebrity, even though I you know many celebrities do. And I think we have all been raised and socialized to think that America is different. We're the exceptional nation and we're this democracy and Bill's this like poor kid that had a single mother and stuff like that. America is the most powerful nation the world has ever known. It would be naive to think that the people who make it to the highest reaches of our government are not capable of anything. Yeah. People who run giant corporations are capable of anything. Do you think that there's anything different between a politician at the highest level and a, a a guy in the first 48 who kills somebody over $20 in crack they just wear different clothes they're all at the at the end of the day we're all wired the same hey, we're just people man we're just wired the same and fuck Tebow who T-Boy or whatever his name on the first 48 who shot some guy with 20 bucks let they're dealing with trillions of dollars but let's get off all the creepy sex stuff mm-hmm. and let's go back to the election the Clinton and the DNC okay yeah. So we see the shit going on with the DNC. Uh, exit polls in the primaries show it, the the federal election board says if exit polls are off by two percent, there is election fraud. We are seeing twelve percent to fifteen percent polls off from what really fucking happens. We're seeing Bernie Sanders playing arenas and stadiums, and she can't even fill a fucking she can't even fill a cafeteria. She can't even do it. And she's coming out winning these polls, winning these polls, winning these polls. We keep seeing Okay, shady. all right. Can I, can, I, can I give you a counterpoint to yes, that? I don't please. know about the exit polls. I read Morrissey's autobiography. Didn't think I was going to be bringing this up during this conversation. <laughs> and Morrissey, to this day, cannot understand why he is not 
um, a number one pop star on the charts. Not why he wasn't back in the Smiths' heyday to this day. And the reason he gives is, well, I went to um, Barcelona and I sold out the arena. Oasis were in town and Oasis didn't sell out the arena, but Oasis were number one on the charts and I'm not. And the reason is because... Marcy has 25,000 diehard fans in Spain, and they love him so much that they will all pay for a ticket to see him in an arena. To the average person, he is unknown. I'm sorry, this is in South America. Everybody in Spain knows Marcy, obviously. Uh, But Oasis, on the other hand, released a live album one time called Familiar to Millions. Which is the most like damning yourself with faint praise album release title of all time. But that's what they are. They're familiar to millions. So there's very people who are passionate enough to go see them live. But there's plenty of people who will tap their toe along to Wonderwall on the radio who find Morrissey a bit like stinky cheese to listen to. But the problem with that argument is very. There were a lot of people who were very passionate about Bernie. But there were many more people like myself who were like, I just need Trump to lose and Hillary is my best shot. But. Yeah. The problem with that argument, and I that will never metaphor, go see her speak anywhere. That I, metaphor, I, would, I would rather fine, go see Bernie Sanders speak. But yeah. that metaphor doesn't work because Oasis is still selling out arenas. You're, Not it, according to Marcy, they weren't. But they're selling out arenas. She wasn't selling out anything. She was getting like 200, 300 people. And in that political climate where Trump is selling out stadiums and Bernie Sanders is selling out stadiums, she's putting 20, she's putting 300 people in the cafeteria at that, at the best. She's not Oasis. She's more Sam Tripoli. And she's fucking putting 30 people in the fucking cafeteria. There was no enthusiasm for her candidacy, but it, it's it, it's far from the first time that uh, a party has said we need to circle our wagons and run our most electable person. The Republicans, the the Republicans tried to do it to Donald Tully, Trump, too. Every, yeah. The fucking entire board of the DMC had to step down. They had to step down. They got caught red-handed manipulating the outcomes of the primary. They all got fired, and then they all got hired by Hillary. It's not even... It's, it's well, not, I don't have any problem with, with any of that. That all makes sense. Yeah. That, A, of course, the party was rallying around her for, for, for no, reasons... The, for the, reasons the, you the party dis- wasn't. Okay, the, 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 the party the, apparatus. The DNC the apparatus DNC. broke their own rules. And this is why we have... This is why people are supposed to go away after eight years at the highest level is because at a certain point you become the system. To think right, that the Clintons right, right, had the right, Democratic right, Party right, wrapped around right. their finger is not very fucking far-fetched for me. To, it still doesn't make this a conspiracy. That I, And then they all got fired, but they were loyal to the Clintons, so the Clintons hired them? Well, fuck yeah, they did. Yeah, they but, probably think they're going to fucking storm back but, in there with you know like Cersei and and, but then and take get, the thing with but, the, and, and bring the, the bring their lady who feeds the debate questions from CNN to Hillary back in there. Of course they think that that's not that's that's not high level conspiracy evil. That's garden variety political evil. But it is a manipulation of yes. the primary, and if you sure. can't even win your primary, what chance do you have in the general? I know she had to manipulate it, and here's mm-hmm. the thing. Back to the body count. It was a mistake. So she yeah. gets, the DNC gets sued, and these lawyers keep washing up on beaches dead. Like, not just one, not just two, like three or four of these lawyers have shown up dead in the water, suicided themselves. And it's just this consistent thing that if some people challenge them legally or look like they're going to go out and testify against them they show up suicided it it's not just once now the biggest thing is 10 of her of her bodyguards 11 11 have died 11 bodyguards have died why did the 11th one take the job why did any of them, <laughs> why did anyone over two so what happened? So you're looking for bodyguard? Oh yeah. Well, what happened? The other ones died. I mean, why? Why? What did well, it take? A lot take of people it? are trying to shoot her. It's a lot of bullets to take. Uh, Tully, it's <laughs> just like we just can't come to grips mm-hmm. that we are dealing with the fucking family from House of Cards. Okay, that's okay? cool. Fine. One more question that I actually do want to move on from this: Are the Clintons in your? opinion or based on what you've seen uniquely evil as a American political dynasty if we could get rid of them tomorrow 
uh, I mean, the American political system. No political system is ever going to be squeaky clean. But would we back too much be, money? Would we be back to like an acceptable level of corruption from the people at the highest ranks of our party? Or if if, if the Clintons go away, are there? Ten other Sith Lords who are waiting to take their place. Basically, are we just inevitably fucked because everybody anywhere close to the top is the devil? If you until you take money out of the system, yeah, it's always going to be like this. But they are they are the the Clintons <laughs> are the ones who turned the Democratic Party into blue Republicans, which is take money from everybody and do the bidding, and that's where you see. Uh, dude, I'm a Democrat, and I can tell you, if you actually look at all the stuff that the Clintons passed, why Bill was in it, it is directly related to the problems we have going on in this country. They, they passed DOMA. Do you know what DOMA is? No. Is that Hillary's assistant again? No. This is... <laughs> Isn't the, that like a Greek food? No, it's the Greek defense food? of... Oh, yeah, when they wrap the leaves around yeah. the rice? Yeah, it's delicious. It's the defense <laughs> of Tastes marriage like cheese. Act. There's no cheese in there. How do they do that? <laughs> the defense of marriage act. Yeah. The Clintons actually outlawed gay marriage a little over 20 years ago. Oh, sure, I believe that. They passed a law. Mm-hmm. I don't know what more... Oh, you... fucking Obama had to wait till he was four years in to be like, hmm, I've been thinking about it. Maybe gays are okay. You can't be too far ahead of, of, a... of, of the, the, the curve with, the, with the, the social trends. But they but they passed a law. No, I know that. I know, yeah, yeah, I know. You stick and that's why they say that... Uh, uh, that was one of Hillary's problems, is there's a magic number. It's nine years, seven years, ten years, whatever, where you, you pretty much need to make it to the top of national politics or else your trail will be too long and you will have too many... You just change with the times, and if you want to call that flip flopping, whatever. But if you, I mean, a politician who doesn't change at all in fifty years is fucking Strom Thurmond. Yeah. So you don't actually want that person, but you need to you need to go for the brass ring before you've been around long enough that everything that you stood for twenty years ago is no long, isn't like antiquated and archaic and makes you look really bad, and you so you can't be crucified with your own words. It's why we need time limits. No one should be in for more than more than eight years. Even then, it's like that's almost a decade. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. No senators and Supreme Court Everyone. justices. That's a whole other. See, subject. the woman I like is Tulsi Gabbard, and she'll never see the light of day to run. She's she's gone to Syria. She's talked out about Syria. She wants uh, one payer. She's anti military industrial complex. I mean, like she'll never get a chance to run. Never, guys. We got to wrap this up. Uh, we didn't even get to talk about my conspiracy theories with New Coke. And, All right, real quick. Uh, and New Coke was um, uh, Coke wanted to switch from real sugar to corn syrup, but they knew people would notice it, so they threw out New Coke for three months. Everybody gets outraged, and by the time they get the old one back nobody notices the subtle difference between the sweetener think about it i wouldn't doubt it dude throwback thursday was invented by the nsa because the only way that they can know what your face is going to look like 20 years from now is if they have pictures of you in the present and in the past think about it well what do you think about that apple uh face thing Apple I think it's not going to. I think it's not going to work, and they're going to really regret doing it. I think. Uh, at least the first. Was time this around. a weird episode? Was it just me yelling at you, Tully? No, you always ask me that, and usually, <laughs> usually I lie to you and say no, you didn't just yell at me the whole time. But I don't think you actually did. I enjoyed this. I hope people enjoyed listening to it. You guys, is a podcast which we are swapcasting at the moment, as everyone knows, is Tin Foil Hat Sam Tripoli. Lovely to see you as always, Ryan. Davis. Always a pleasure, buddy. Nice to meet you. It was awesome. Thank you so much. Laws will have to be imposed, and a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Force them. Force them. Force them. <gasps>